it is a great pleasure to welcome uh, two gentlemen into our studio. We'll be speaking about the Chag HaSmicha. It happens up at YU on the 19th of March. It is a very, very big occasion. For those of you not familiar with Chag HaSmicha, what it means, what it's all about, we will explain. Uh, he is the Dean of Reitz, the Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary, and um, a phenomenal choice for the position, not that he needs my endorsement, but I've been very excited ever since he was appointed. And that's right, I'm Menachem Penner. Rabbi Penner, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks for having us this morning. I continue to be enthusiastic about you being the head of REITs. How do you like that? <laughs> Thank you. I, I guess that makes two of us. I appreciate the vote. <laughs> oh, they're more than that, trust me. And you have with you Rabbi Dan Cohen, who currently serves as the Edmund Safra Sephardic Skan Mashkiach up at YU. Rabbi Cohen, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Now. I appreciate that. A pleasure, and we'll speak about uh, your work and your department coming up as well. The Chag HaSmicha is the 19th of March, so I say Mazel Tov, Rabbi Penner. Thank you very much. This is a big deal, to say the least. This is a very big deal. One of the most exciting things that goes on in our community, the Chag HaSmicha, where we celebrate those who've gotten Smicha in the last uh, three years. We used to do it every four years, right. but we literally ran out of room in Lamport Auditorium for four years of Musmachim and their families, so we've reduced it now to every three years. You know, I was down, as you know, um, in Boca at the same time the Wayu Yarche Kala was going on. We saw each other down there. And I, I know, believe me, I know that not every single rabbi who was there is a Wayu Musmach. I get that. But the majority are. And when you interact with them and you see their worldliness and their uh, desire to solve today's problems and be as up-to-date as possible in a halachic sense, of course, but also in a in a social sense, to, it is really heartwarming. It is really incredible how well-rounded your mismachim, your rabbis are. It's a very, very special group. And I think that as great as the rabbis in the field are, I think the community really hasn't seen what's coming yet. Um, the training that the students get at this point, even the changes in the last two or three years, are really astounding. Uh, almost every shul rabbi candidate going forward will have gone through a special joint program. Uh, Rabbi Cohen is part of that program with Furkauf, mm. Graduate School of Psychology. So our graduates will now be coming out with uh, mass, with uh, graduate work in, in uh, pastoral psychology. And we also have a special training, training program for themselves to understand themselves. We have psychologists working with them. Uh, we continue to expand the halacha curriculum the, uh, the speaking curriculum. It's never-ending, really. I mean, you, you could always add and, and, and the, think of more things that the rabbis right. need as tools out there. Correct? I had this host to be a show rabbi for over 20 years. Right. It, you really can't to prepare them too much, but uh, we're trying to do what we can to make sure they can serve the community. You're expecting over 130 musmachim there uh, who've, as you said, completed the program over the last three years, will now be ordained rabbis officially. And um, is this open to the public or not? I mean, I know that that invitations go out, and I know there's a limited amount of space. Is this something where an average listener who wants to see this incredible, positive spectacle could go to YU and actually participate? It's an amazing thing, but I would not come to the campus to participate. Wow. Uh, uh, generally, there are uh, family members scalping tickets on Amsterdam <laughs> Avenue trying to get in. Um, Lamport Auditorium holds almost 1,200, but that's not enough. But we do encourage everyone to watch on www.yu.edu uh, to watch on the 19th. It'll be at 1130 in the morning. Right. And it's really amazing to watch the energy. 
And it's also amazing to see the future of the community because of those 135 or so musmachim are going to be your rabbis and your principals and your teachers. And it's a very, very exciting event. And uh, very convenient for our listeners in Israel, 6.30, a local time there for them so everybody around the world can watch and participate in that way. It's yu.edu slash chag. And it says here that the musmachim, those who are receiving the smicha, those who are going to be ordained as rabbis, come from five continents and more than 50 North American cities? Yeah. They're, pretty, it, pretty diverse group. <laughs> it's a very diverse group, and we have actually a nice group from uh, from England, uh, students from England who've come to study at YU How for do they Smeichen? find out how great Reitz is I, <laughs> all the way over there? I don't get it. <laughs> I think we probably got them when they were studying in Eretz Israel after uh-huh. high school, um, and they went back to serve their communities there. And we have a rabbi in New Zealand. Uh, we have rabbis around the world already from this group. These are people that just got smicha in the last few years. Wow. All right, we'll get to Rabbi Cohen in a moment and his contribution to all of this. But first, we should mention that at 1130 in the morning on Sunday, March 19th, you are going to especially recognize Rabbi Julius Berman with the Eitz Chaim Award. And at the same time, the great Harav Herschel Schechter with the Harav Yosef Dov Halevi Salavechik Aluf Torah Award. Tell me about these two presentations. So Rabbi Berman, Rabbi Julius Berman, uh, not to be confused with our hey. president-elect, Rabbi hey. Ari Berman. Rabbi Julius Berman really is REITs. Um, he was the uh, chairman of the board of REITs, the chairman of the board of trustees for many, many years. He has REITs really in his blood, and we're really excited to be able to give him this this honor. Of course, everyone knows Rav Schechter. Um, I think that we underestimate as a community the impact that he's had. Um, he's been teaching now for 50 years. If you combine the students in yeshiva and the people around the world, and even more than that, those who've heard him on Wayu Torah, it's impossible to fathom the number of hours of Torah that have been learned because of his words. And I, by the way, his weekly shurim as well for Balabat. His weekly shurim in Brooklyn and and Forest Hills, yeah. And the impact, and this I know from personal experience, as you know, the impact he has on young Talmidim in Israel, including those in NCSY Kolel, including Mm -hmm. those who are uh, in, in yeshivas in Israel You know, during the year. It's amazing how he travels there and has a face-to-face encounters with all these young students. Yeah, and just being with him. A lot of people see him from afar. Right. You really can't understand Rav Shechter unless you have the ability to really sit with him and understand his warmth and his care for Klal Yisrael, how he cries whenever you tell him a story of a tzara. Um, he really is an amazing human being. Uh, and we, we were trying to figure out how do we say thank you to Rav Shechter. Um, it's difficult to put together enough things, enough thank you notes. What are you going to say for someone who's done that? Hmm. So we've decided to uh, commission the writing of a Sefer Torah for Rav Shechter uh, from the community and from the yeshiva, a way of sort of when we hand that Torah to him on the 19th at the Chagasmicha to say, you've given us, and now we're sort of trying to give back to you. And we're encouraging uh, the Talmidim and the communities around the world to help participate in this uh, Siva Sefer Torah. Again, you can go to the same web address with a link to be able to participate for the Chagasmicha. You can just Google to look up for the Rav Shechter Torah. Uh, we'll be finishing the Torah, Mir Tzashem, the last letters uh, on uh, the morning of the Chagasmicha on the 19th. The will night, there be a Torah celebration that day? There will be. The Chagasmicha will end uh with marching the Sefer Torah from Lamport Auditorium to the Gluck Base Madrash. Nice. It will be beautiful. All the children of the neighborhood that will also are going to be there the, uh, to, to wave flags and everything. Yes, that should be part of the webcast. We're not sure where we're going to lose the stream outside. Right. We're going to try to make that happen. But wow. people are encouraged to say thank you to Rabbi Shechter by donating to the Sefer Torah project. All right, since we're not encouraging people to actually be there, unless they're a relative who you know desperately wants to try, 
Uh, we want people and encourage them to watch everything at yu.edu slash chag. This Sunday is Purim. It's the following Sunday, everybody, the 19th of March. The Chag HaSmicha, as all the Musmachim, the, uh, those receiving rabbinic ordination uh, who've completed the program over the last three years, will in fact do so uh, as part of the REITS um, uh, ceremony, the celebration this uh, coming March the 19th. And just, you mentioned Ray Berman a moment ago, and just so that people out there who are curious, at, at so, there has been no transition yet. At some point, there will be, right? Correct. President-elect Berman is now living in New York. Right. I feel a little bad for him. <laughs> I'm Neve Daniel, right. but uh, for, for the yeshiva, he's come to New York. He's now already officially the president-elect. And President Joel will be in place until after our Shavuos program, which we've had so many yeah, chances sure. to talk about on the radio. And uh, the transition will happen over the summer. All right, so sometime in the middle of 2017, that's going to occur. Rabbi Cohen is here. Rabbi Dan Cohen is the Edmund Safra Sephardic Skan Mashkiach at Yeshiva University. Rabbi Cohen, how many years have you been at YU? This is my second year. How are things going so second far? Second year on the job. Uh, Baruch Hashem, it's going amazing. I really love what I do. What is the job of a Skan Mashkiach? <laughs> Can one put that, it into words? It's that million-dollar question of <laughs> what does a rabbi do when he's not in shul and when he's not teaching Hey, you don't classes? think I get that question when I'm not on the air? Come on. hundred percent, hundred percent. Just in a few words, the yeshiva understands that there's a really large uh, student body in the yeshiva, and you have to cater to the needs of, of as many students as possible. It's for that reason that they have so many mashgichim on campus, so many mashgichim and all the batei midrashim um, that are caring for the needs of the students, that are always giving shirim and chaburas and and the like. And the yeshiva also understands that there's a very large Sephardic student body on uh, on campus. And for that reason, they, 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 had, they had to fill that void. They had to find someone to, uh, to, pro, to organize a Beit Midrash program, to organize Minyanim throughout the day, um, to give various shirim and halacha throughout the day, at, day and night. Um, and, and most importantly, someone who understands the culture of, of many different uh, Sephardic students and uh, someone who could be there for them as a rabbi and as a friend as well. Where are you from? Are you originally from? I'm originally from Queens. And where is your legacy from? My legacy, uh, my father was born in Afghanistan. Wow. Kabul, Afghanistan, yes. My mother is uh, Persian, but she was born in Israel. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, You know, and Rabbi Penner, you've been at YU many years and observed even before that uh, what goes on in the campus. Uh, Is this, in your opinion, the largest, I don't know, percentage or largest contingent of the Sephardic community up at Yeshiva University? It's the largest contingent. It's not actually the largest contingent for the Chag HaSmicha. Rabbi Cohen is one of the Musmachim. We had an even larger group last time. Of course, it was four years instead of three. But the Sephardic population on campus continues to grow. And Rabbi Cohen's a modest fellow, but he has a lot to do with that. Uh, For the students to feel that they have a Sephardic home on campus is very important. I think it's an unbelievable accomplishment. And, you know, just like certain Ashkenazic synagogues have done, and, and maybe too few of them, but so many, but, but some of them have done such a good job opening up their doors to Sephardic Minyanim and not, and not encouraging people to make a Sephardic Minyan or a shul somewhere else in the neighborhood, but have brought it under one roof. And we could cite some great examples of that. It's amazing how YU has done this, how they've extended the umbrella and invited the Sephardic community not only to be there but to feel comfortable there. I've never in my life, I've been, I've been to a couple of yeshivas throughout my life and I've never felt um, the welcoming um, for me at being a Sephardi, being a Sephardi uh, yeshiva bachor, avrech, I've never felt that, that you know, hospitality that I, did, that I, have in, that I had in, in yeshiva university. I was a smicha student here as well uh-huh. um, and, I, and I felt that even the Magid Shior um, catered to Svardim. They always searched to find what the what the Svardic halacha would be in this in the certain topic that they were discussing. 
um, they always understood that the culture is a little different, that the Minagim are a little different, and um, they were just very accepting, and, and, and they understand that, that we come from a very authentic uh, uh, lineage, right. and, and, and they don't want us to lose that. They really don't want us to lose that. They yeah. want us to continue in that path. See, not everybody likes it. But I think it's wonderful that YU celebrates its diversity. It's incredible. And, so. and you know how many different types of events I've been up at Yeshiva University for, mm-hmm. all types, Torah and otherwise. And you see Jews of every incredible background. And thank God there are people to bring them in and speak to them and to you know encourage them yeah. in their own There's, there's their nothing own particularly Ashkenazic about the right. concept of getting a serious Torah education and a serious secular education to prepare for careers. In fact, I think that's more of a Sephardic tradition originally to be able to put the two together historically. Good point. Um, and uh, we we're there learn, for we learn more we're there more for the from, community. From yeah. the Sephardic tradition, no. <laughs> and so there's no need for a separate curriculum. There's no need for special courses. As Rabbi Cohen said, there are rabbeim who understand that the Sephardic component is so important in the halachic discussion about Jewish law, about Jewish tradition. There's no need for a separate track. They're doing in smicha, I would assume what everyone else is doing in the Smicha program. Yes and no. Many are part of the regular tracks, but there also is, of course, one of our one of our Rashi Yeshiva, Rabbi Eliyahu Ben Chaim, is Sephardic and right. is a has a photographic mind. Um, and uh, he trains many of the Sephardim in particular, so they're sort of able to have the best of both. They could be part of the regular Yeshiva programs and the regular Smicha program, but also, if they like, they can do a purely Sephardic halachic track. All right. I'm, there, I'm sure that people are curious, uh, not just in the rabbinic track but in in yeshiva college in general and maybe in stern college as well would you say there's that same level of comfort for spartic students who come to yu yes there definitely is there definitely is they um again it's largely due to uh the yeshiva's acceptance of it um the students feel very very comfortable being here um the biggest part i would say for a student is that i live on campus and i host shabbat meals every single week um no offense to the ashkenazim but a guy we, we don't coming, know how to cook huh? guy coming from uh you know panama the last thing he wants to eat on shabbat is some gefilte fish i'm sorry so uh baruch hashem baruch hashem my wife is does he's, nine, the, he's the real deal or better he's the real deal <laughs> my wife has to be given a lot of credit for this i don't do the cooking i just do the inviting but um but baruch hashem it, it it's a large, largely due to uh, to the Shabbat program that they how how comfortable they feel. Yeah. And I know that we're here to talk about the Chagas Micha, but again, Rabbi Cohen touches on such an important point. You know, I, I was up at the YU campus. Some people may not believe this in the 1980s, right? A long time ago. The the atmosphere, the family atmosphere, the 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 way that the campus has really turned into a living campus. And you know what I mean by that? Not just the dormitories. I'm talking about buildings filled with Jewish families who are doing the type of inviting mm-hmm. that Rabbi Cohen's talking about. A desire among students, even those who live close by, to be there on Shabbos, which was not the case in my day. It really has turned into a very welcoming environment. And it's a very, it's a very happy place. Right. I know that we all gained tremendously, those of us who were there in the 80s and before, we all gained tremendously. We owe a tremendous amount to Yeshiva. But the amount of joy that's on the campus now, people walk around, they, they, they're really excited to be there. The Bate Medrash, it's hard to believe that we put up a new base Medrash a number of years ago, and now they're both full. We're talking about 950 guys sitting for morning Seder. The, the, the feeling in that room, there's a second floor in the Gluck base Medrash with a, a balcony that you look over to the first floor, and I take people to a certain spot, and you look down. The first floor alone holds, holds three, four hundred. And it literally takes your breath away. It, it's it's really a very inspiring place, day and night. You have a space problem there, Rabbi Penner. 
Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Give to the Torah, we'll work on the space problems. That's Baruch Hashem. Sure. That's a good point. The Chag Asmicha convocation happens on the 19th of March up at Yeshiva University. It starts at 11.30 in the morning. You're all invited to participate by watching at yu.edu slash Chag. Again, that's yu.edu slash Chag. Rabbi Julius Berman and Rabbi Herschel Schachter will be honored with those special distinctions we discussed a few minutes ago. You can go to the same website in terms of participating in Schechter's Torah. That'll be given to him in honor of his 50 years uh, teaching up at YU. You can go again to yu.edu slash chag for information about that. And um, uh, those of you who are are anxious to watch what is always a very special ceremony, it is rare that we have ceremonies of rabbinic ordination in our community of this size, of this magnitude, of the splendor that that Yeshua University and REITs can do it with, right? Right. It, it, it is, it's a moment where the Torah really stands in its proper place. YU is many, many wonderful things, and we cater to a wide community, but everybody agrees that at the heart of Yeshiva is this Yeshiva and this Smicha program. And it's one of those days where everything is just finally focused on that goal. It's amazing, especially to see the parents and the grandparents. Mm. Uh, listen, we are Jews. Uh, we don't always want our children to be rabbis. We'd sometimes prefer to see them, or at least think we'd like to see them <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a medical school graduation, at a law school graduation. But you must see the parents' faces at this event. It's an event where the parents say, wow, I am so proud that my son became a rabbi. And... It's a day where we acknowledge there really is nothing greater for a Jewish child to aspire to than Jewish leadership in one way or another. And no doubt there'll be some generations of rabbis in in photos that day, right? There will be. And actually at the Reed's dinner, which follows, the Reed's dinner will be at 6 o'clock. And you can also sign up for the dinner in the same place. The Reed's dinner will be looking at and honoring 12 pairs of reits now there are some who have gotten smicha other places right. but from our yeshiva 12 pairs of grandfathers and grandsons who are all going to be celebrated together it includes a lamb it includes a rosenzweig it Whoa. includes a brander it includes a chalap <laughs> um and eight other pairs that should actually be one of the highlights of the whole day and night is when they stand up there together some are, are in the next world and they'll be holding a picture of their grandfather but it's a beautiful passing of the generation all right so i'll ask both of you so what do you say to jewish parents who might be hesitant or may not be thrilled when their son decides to go down this route what would you say to them right better so the first thing i would say is that even if you're going to become a doctor and we love doctors also um, the ability to have someone continue to learn we, we develop beautiful neshamas in the yeshiva on the undergraduate level, but the ability to take off a few more years and to study night and day and to be with the Rosh Yeshiva and in the yeshiva, it's an investment for life, just as I think coming to Yeshiva University is. It's an investment in who you're going to be. As far as the field of the Rabbanus, um, there's nothing that um, I, I love more than than the field of Avodah HaKodesh. It's, uh, it's an incredibly rewarding thing to do, it's not always as rewarding financially as some other things, although Baruch Hashem, the standards have changed a lot. But uh, we go, we choose a career for more than just what pays the most. We choose a career for something that we come home every day and we say, wow, I made a difference. And by the way, we should mention that some of the top medical people out there in our community are Musmachim of Wa'yu. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. And About 25% of the class is going into other professions, and they right. come usually knowing that they're doing that, but they want to get smicha and, anyway. And some of them, and we could actually name names, which we won't do, 
have brought their rabbinic experience into their medical experience and can speak about both topics like nobody else can. Right, absolutely. There are people doing that, and there are people who are professionals who are giving shiurim. One of the questions right. I'll ask on an exit interview if you're going to a different graduate school afterwards is, so how are you going to use this smicha? The smicha gives you an achrayas, a responsibility to claw your throw. How are you going to use this to better the community? And they do it. It's, it's amazing what they're accomplishing. Rabbi Penner and Rabbi Cohen are here. Rabbi Cohen, I ask you the same question. Parents or other family members who sometimes question the direction their son is going in when applying for a smicha program, as you did, what would you say to them? So first of all, I have to say thank you to my parents and my in-laws for being so, <laughs> <laughs> being so accepting of me, uh, me and my wife making that decision uh, to go down this, this path of life. It's, uh, it's been a tremendous experience, and I thank you for that. Um, it's look, it's a it's it's a very understandable uh, point that they're making. You know, the vision of of a rabbi, the classic traditional vision of a rabbi, is someone who can't really pay his bills, has stains on his clothing, and <laughs> and you know, uh, but that's just really not true. It's it's not true. Um, you're taken care of, um, and like Barry Penner was saying, it's it's the most fulfilling job on earth. It really is. It's so rewarding. I've only been doing this for about a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half, um, and these have been the most fulfilling years or a year and a half in my life you already. know right penner in the intro mentioned Furkauf and, and special courses and programs could you describe for the audience the type of things that that rabbis to be are now going through under your jurisdiction under your leadership in order to expand their horizons when it comes to these areas we're getting a we're getting a basic understanding of 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 the mental health uh industry of basically what what to look out for um not really how to cure or how to give therapy, but really what to look out for and who to refer to. Um, what would be a red flag when you see in a student or a congregant? Um, I've already, I've, I've, I've been in this course for about a year already, wow. um, and I've already, you know, experienced some very, very hands-on tips that have been given to me um, dealing with students myself. It, it could change a rabbi from be from feeling helpless in a situation when he's trying to help exactly. somebody exactly. to actually being able to do something constructive for the exactly. person, even if it just means referring them to somebody yeah. or you know sending them to. You know, somewhere where that could be helpful to them. Right. I had more than 20 years on the ground experience, right. and I've sat in on a few sessions, and it's embarrassing how much I learned from these classes. So <laughs> we're literally talking about a completely different level of, of rabbinic ability uh, with the students that are coming out. Pretty amazing. Chag HaSmicha, 19th of March, yu.edu slash Chag. We encourage everybody in the community to support the Safer Torah Project in honor of Rav Shechter, well-deserved. I think more and more of the community worldwide is understanding the greatness of Rav Shechter. Thank God. Baruch Hashem. They'll be actually uh, tonight in Passaic, um, a chance to fill in letters at 8 o'clock at the Gervis home. There'll be a chance uh, next Motzei Shabbos, obviously not Purim, uh, next Motzei Shabbos in Tinek at the Orlinsky home. So you can check YU's uh, website for information on those opportunities to actually come and write a letter with the sofa and take a picture with Rabbi Shechter and to be able to say a thank you to him. Oh, is that what was going on in the Five Towns Sunday morning? And that's what was also, we've been in the Five Towns, the West Side. Uh, I, I can't even remember where we've yeah. been. We, we did this in Los Angeles. Wow. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people are joining in this effort. Well, his international impact is certainly growing more and more, that's for sure. All right, Menachem Penner is the Dean of Reitz, the Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary, uh, the Max and Marion Grill Dean of Reitz. Uh, Rabbi Dan Cohen is the, uh, let me get it right, he is the Edmund Safras, Sephardic Skan Meshkiach up at YU. I thank you both very, very much for being here today. Mazel tov, Mabruk!
And Mazel Tov, is that the right one, Mabruk? That's, that's, right. that's good? Right. You got very it. impressive. That, that satisfies? Mabruk, Mazel Tov. It is a very, very auspicious time up at Yeshiva University. Chag Smicha time is always a very, very big deal, to say the least. All right, Penner, enjoy. Our best regards to everybody. Hopefully we'll be able to join you that day. Whether I we, hope so. Whether we do or don't, I'm going to encourage everybody to to watch and be part of this great worldwide Torah celebration because that's what it is. I hope it's, so. It's Thank you so much. Celebration. Great to see you as always. A pleasure. Thank you both. Uh, more coming up. It is a uh, a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.